It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. Welcome back to the final part episode, whatever you want to call it of our B-Movie Breakdown Best of the Worst Tournament. Uh, Normally, this is a weekly podcast where you find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Uh, We usually reveal each week's movie at the end of every episode, so you two can join in on the madness. We will reveal an episode, a movie that's going to be for the next episode uh, at the end of this one, so make sure you stay tuned to the very end, which you are going to want to anyways, because... You'll find out what the what the winner of this amazing tournament uh, will be. But this week and the last few weeks, we've been doing this tournament to kind of name the best of the worst movie of our past 300 episodes. And so we were down to uh, to some of the final rounds here, and we're gonna knock them all out in this uh, in this intense intense action. Uh, I'm Corey. With me, as always, my name is Nick. That is who I am. That is who My name is. is Pat. That is who I am. And sometimes friend of the show, Pat, <laughs> is with us as always in these quarantine, corn times. Uh, we're hanging out via the Skype as we have been since the beginning of this uh, this crazy uh, pandemic that we're in here. So uh, if you want to follow us on social media, if maybe you're maybe more addicted to social media than ever during <laughs> these times, you can follow us at B Movie Breakdown on social media, especially over there on the gram. Uh, you can email us bmbpodcast at gmail.com. That's bmbpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any movies uh, that you made or any suggestions of movies you want us to watch or anything like that, uh, send us uh, an email over that way. And uh, Nick, do you have any uh, plugs yourself for any other side uh, side hustles you got going on? All I would suggest is if anybody wants to stay spooky post Halloween into the uh, as we approach. Less spooky holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas, although I guess you could, they're, kind of, they're both kind of spooky in their own way, but if you want to listen to creepy stories and stuff, just listen to Weird and Feared where you listen to this podcast. That's what I would like to say. Yeah, watch uh, Mr. Boogity, and then you can get the Thanksgiving that's going on. That's fair. That's true. It's a, it's a movie everyone should watch during uh, Thanksgiving. Everybody's yeah, so favorite wherever film. spooky Thanksgiving movie. Mr. Mr. Boogity. And Bride of Boogity. You can watch both of them on uh, good old Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. uh, I will say, just because I, I watched them recently, and I, was, I already mentioned to you guys, but uh, I'm late to the game on, on these two movies, but if you want to continue your Halloween spookiness, or even just uh, maybe Halloween intensity more so than spookiness, uh, check out Heredity and uh, Midsummer, 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 or however Dude, the. You're all about that. You're promoting that. No, I'm just, wow. I'm just uh, you know, I recently watched some horror move, horror-ish type movies post Halloween, so uh, I thought I'd mention those. And I'd also, I also wanted to mention I watched the uh, documentary King Cohen, which is about Larry Cohen, uh, who made a t- bunch of absurd movies uh 70s and 80s some black exploitation movies uh, but more notably for this podcast the it's alive movies and uh we watched all three of those at one point in time we and did. it was an interesting documentary about him and uh what an absurd individual he it was and still is 
So that was uh, another another good good horror ish kind of one that I that I watched there. So I just wanted to throw those out there. I'm not like super all about those movies. I just literally watched them the last two days. So and and I appreciate their how different they are. And uh, so there there we go. And uh, let's get on with this uh, with this tournament here. We'll, we're gonna just get right into it here. We got uh, these rounds should go probably a little bit quicker than the other ones. And but we'll see. We'll see how it goes here. So our first matchup is the movie Remote, if we recall, Home Alone type mm-hmm. ripoff. Yeah. Uh, versus Dr. Giggles. Oh, dude. I'm going to have to say right away, Dr. Giggles. Dr. Giggles. Trailer-wise, seemed seemed to, like, knock out of the park. Uh, I'm also going to vote Dr. Giggles. I think that's a giveaway there. Remote, I can't believe it made it as far as it did. It was up against some real stinkers. So I think that's why it continued to, you know, kind of move on. Through through the through the ranks there. So uh, Doctor Giggles, uh, Larry Drake, that man, he's a he's a true treasure in all the movies he's in, and uh, so and he's fantastic as Doctor Giggles. All those amazing one-liners he has throughout the entire movie, which I'm sure like eighty percent of the one-liners are in the trailer. Show. Yeah, um, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I can concur. I would imagine uh, it's all one. So our next matchup here is uh, Howard the Duck. Versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. Howard the Duck would be my selection. Um, I don't know. I'm conflicted. I want to go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre because the trailer is awesome. Matthew McConaughey as well is in there. Spitting, spitting some game. But, so that's your pick? I don't know. You, Go ahead. You go ahead. No, go. You were on a roll. Go, go ahead. <sighs> There's things to appreciate about Heart of the Duck, I guess, trailer-wise as well. Once again, I'm only going off trailers here for the most part. That's you've fine. never seen, a few uh, of these you've that I've never seen. seen Howard the Duck, the full the whole movie? No, but I do want to watch it. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow, bold. Texas Chainsaw Massacre previously beat Robot Jocks. Uh, so that was a, a controversial uh, <laughs> win there. But uh, it's not going to get its controversial win this time because I'm going to go with Howard the Duck. Uh, oh, as much as ta- Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation is absurd and Matthew McConaughey is fantastic in it, uh, Howard the Duck is is next level. There's some definitely some moments and some craziness that happens in that movie that I forgot even uh, you know every time I watch it I feel like I forget some of the stuff that's in there but you can't deny Leah Thompson is fantastic in it and then you got uh, Howard the Duck himself just being just being playing awesome so uh, how himself in the movie yeah as himself he plays himself and uh, so Howard the Duck is moving on in our tournament our next matchup here is uh, a, a juggernaut here that's been knocking them out left and right, but we'll see what happens here. Uh, Roar versus Ooh. Hiding Out. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. I'm conflicted. There's no. You're, why? Well, because I saw one of these movies. Uh huh. Which one was that? Hiding Out. Oh, you didn't see Roar. That's. Oh, I never watched Roar. Oh, I thought you saw Roar. 
No, I never watched Roar. Um, but I'm definitely, definitely intrigued by it. It seems wild and ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. Present, present your arguments, gentlemen. All right. Well, one movie is a movie with a story and a plot. And the other movie is a movie where real lions attack people for about two hours and people get mauled and they almost die. So yeah, hiding so, out wins, so, of course. So hiding out, right. So yeah. once again, I'm at a crossroads. So you're picking hiding out, Nick. No, I'm not. Roar. Oh, okay. A million Roar. percent. Yeah. Roar is Nick's pick. Uh, my pick is, it, this is really tough for me uh, because I, I do enjoy hiding out. It's like a, this nostalgic movie, this like fun 80s, like, or maybe even like po- post 80s, like just tail end of the 80s or early 90s to romp. You mean 90s? Yeah. Well, I just meant like it's. I couldn't remember if it was like 89, 90, somewhere around. I did a little relook it back up. But uh, it's just a, like a, it's a fun movie. Uh, yeah, it, it was just uh, John Cryer. He's great in it. It's but it's questionable. With it's actually eighty seven was when it came out. Um, it was definitely questionable motives so there. So pre nineties, pre nineties, pre nineties, pre nineties, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, some questionable motives there by the main character, um, Andrew, uh, a.k.a. Max, and, and going after the, the babe there, who is uh, definitely much younger than him. Uh, but eventually they're not. Eventually she's of age and it's fine, right? Right. That's why that's um, why it's questionable. That's, that's, that's why it's like this poor woman, she probably interacted with one of the most interesting bands she's ever going to be exposed to in her entire life with the crazy story. And she was very impressionable. So he's just left this imprint on her. And then he yeah, wanders right. back into her life when they're both adults. Like, hey, remember me from, you know? Remember me, me from last year? Let me continue um, to groom you. <laughs> it's real. I mean, she's yeah, in it's love. real like a, it's questionable. Well, I mean, you pulled a real she could very well, that. Yeah, she could very well love him and he loves her. And like, you know, that's, but like, the origins is we cannot forget how this little romance began. This is true. It's true. Uh, and then we also had a good old Keith Coogan in there. who was uh, from, you know, don't tell mom babysitters dead and uh, various other movies. And who also reached out to us concerning the movie. So that was an, another plus there for that situation. But uh, roar does share uh, or not share hold a special place in my heart for how absolutely out of control it is. And I cannot believe it was ever made. Uh, it's a tough decision. I think hiding out is a great movie up until towards like the end with like the shootout stuff. And I don't know, for some reason that part, like kind of like the end after the shootout is is a good, like tie up to the story, but the whole like shootout scene and everything with the sniper guy, that part kind of like, I don't know. It just, for some reason, that part of the movie, like it's just a such a departure from the rest of the it's a departure from the rest of the movie other than yeah. the beginning. Because it, it's reminding <laughs> you that, like, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be a movie, not just a horror show. <laughs> right? That's part of the plot. That's part of the story. The shoot. Right. So, um, but but I'm going to I'm gonna go with Roar. So, Roar, I don't, I don't know, Pat, what, I don't know what you were going to pick there, but. Uh... I mean, just out of pure absurdity, I would say Roar. It just, it's just nuts. It's really crazy. Yeah, I mean, you get a, a good taste of it in the trailer, but it's just it goes on. It's so insane. Yeah, it's very odd. I still, I like, cannot believe it was a movie that was ever ever made. So uh, we'll go on to our next battle here. Speaking of roar, we got a, a roar of a movie in this one. Tammy and the T Rex. 
versus Out of Bounds. Tammy and the T-Rex. That's your pick there, Tammy's sir. Got a, yeah. Tammy, yeah, out of Tammy out of bounds. Teenage T Rex. Tammy and the t- t- uh, Tanny and the Teenage T Rex. Wait, Tanny um, and the yeah. Teenage T Rex. Tanny yeah. and Tarl. Uh, Tan- the Adventures of Tanny and Tarl. Tanny and Tarl are not a team. That's a movie I'm going to make. The Adventures of Tanny and Tarl. I also did. I hope that, you know they're going to find the name Tarl is copyrighted. No one's ever been named Tarl before <laughs> or since. Oh man! <laughs> Can't somebody even name your kid It's owned, right? Somebody out there is a big fan of gore, and they named their kid Tarl. There's because the whole book series is popular well, too, not just the movie. So, well, they have to pay a licensing fee then because that, someone owns that name. Their and, child uh, has to pay twenty five bucks a month, no, a year for the rest of his life just to own his own name. <laughs> wow, possibility. Wow, um, bad for that kid. Twenty five bucks. Yeah, why are you paying the 25 bucks? Oh, because you're fucking Tarlin. Oh, can I be something else? Nope. Oh, Can't right. I be something else? Oh, boy. Well, my pick is going to be also Tammy and the T-Rex. Out of Bounds is a great movie. I feel like it's very underrated uh, as far as Anthony Michael Hall movie go, movies go. I feel like most movies after he was like, you know, like the John Hughes movies and whatnot, uh, I feel like... Mm-hmm. When once people he was trying to be like a more serious actor at the time, and people just weren't taking him seriously. Probably even like that was probably around the same time or just after he was on SNL for that one season. Just oh, really? Weird... He was an SNL cast member. Him and Robert Down- Robert Downey Jr. were both on SNL. What? For one season. I did not know that. It was like a it was like a sad attempt to just get these like you know. They weren't teens anymore, but just, you know, um, you know, early 20s movie stars that were in comedies to be on SNL. It was uh-huh. uh, it didn't work out well. They were only on for one season. Hmm. Randy Out of Bounds is, is a fun. That, um, oh, my God. As well. Out of Bounds is a fun, is a fun cra- crazy adventure. But I mean, Tammy and the T-Rex has got too much going on that I approve of. Yeah, they feel kind of like they're the same kind of level, but. I mean, but one has the one has the brain of Paul Walker inside of a robot tyrannosaur, and Denise Richards. Yeah, that's uh oh there you go. That's that's is that the tiebreaker right there? Oh, it's not even a tiebreaker. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, there's no tie, but <laughs> right. No, that's that's the equivalent of Joe Biden getting 306 electoral votes. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Our next battle here is uh, another. I feel like it, it might be a tough one, but I'm, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, we're going to go Jason Goes to Hell versus Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, oh what? Yeah, why? Why would this be tough? It, How did this it's happen? In, it's interesting that this is a matchup, but I mean, one is yeah, obviously is winning. True. Yeah. Like, one is, the, uh, one is the clear winner. It's got the better story, the better. For me, yes. But I didn't know. I didn't know if your love for Jason right. was gonna. Yeah, yeah Jason goes. Jay, Jason goes to you. You're picking Jason goes to hell. No, I'm not. Okay, yeah, me neither. Not. Saying, no, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Uh, well, because you said I don't know if you thought like me because Jason. I was like, wait, what are you saying? No, don't try to pull some voter fraud on me. Uh, I'm going with. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I'm waiting for your 2 a.m. press conference. <laughs> Corey's live stream. He hops on Twitch and complains about. Yeah, Elvira. I'm gonna hop on the B Movie Breakdown Twitch yeah. channel and just like go to town on on uh, on, uh, on you and your on your voter fraud for me yeah, picking my Jason voter fraud. To hell. My voter fraud. No, it's. Yeah. I think it's. I've seen you're not even letting my guys watch the polling places, Dick. <laughs> I'm going to follow lawsuits. They can stand six feet closer. Oh, my Sorry. God. How many guys do you have surrounding my house? I, it's a, I got a lot of guys. I guess if this is who I am in this analogy. Oh, my God. <laughs> who is who? Uh, Anyways, this is that's enough. Well, yeah, Elvira. Two of you are allowed yeah. to watch, so it doesn't matter. Elvira, yeah. Mistress of the Dark is definitely the, the clear-cut winner there. Sure. In that, in that battle. I should have watched so Elvira again. I should watch Elvira it's now. A, See great, you guys. I think you can maybe watch. I just it. was thinking that. I just yeah. want to. I want to watch Elvira right now. Yeah, I think right. you can maybe watch that one on Prime because uh, Scream Factory or Arrow Video, one of the two, put out a release not long ago, and I think it's it's on maybe on Prime. Um, but that I definitely would be cool. This. Um, so our next uh, next battle here is uh, the starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Sutherland Virus. Versus Rockula. Oh, damn. Uh, that's a tough one. It I is mean, tough. Different movies. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Rockula. It is uh it's something else. It's definitely and I, you know what? And for an 80s movie, I can't deny uh Dean Cameron. Dean Cameron is the is the man of the 80s. Uh the underrated man of the 80s, and I, as somebody who I, I cannot deny when it comes to an 80s movie. Uh, also, the director, Luca, that dude is awesome. He uh, provided he really is awesome. as well. And, uh, you know, the Rockula is just, just a, such an absurd, fun movie. It's just it's like ridiculous. The music video part where it's like part of real life, but a music video that they're watching, it's like, <laughs> that thing is like out of control, uh, but him when he's rapping is ridiculous, and when he's just rocking out, and uh, it's just a, it's just overall a, a really fun movie. And as much as I do love Virus, as a cool, it's a cool movie. I, I gotta pick Rockula, and I didn't even pick Virus in the last battle. Last battle, I picked Exit Wounds over Virus, so oh. I guess I, I guess I have it out for Virus. <laughs> I mean, exit wounds. Well, whatever. I mean, it's your choice. It's your life. Live what you want to. It's fine. I understand. I understand. It's all good. It's no judgment. It's fine. It's America. For now, we still have free will, so it's cool. I mean, I guess. I, I mean, I. I have to go with Rockula, but I wanted to go with Virus. Virus, uh, trailer-wise, had me in the last half, but not in the first half. I mean, it's amazing the entire time. The yeah. the actual film itself. In the beginning, yeah. I'm like, "What is this bullshit?" But I was like, "Oh, yeah, this bullshit." Oh my god! Robots? Oh and my! They're fucking, they're fucking scary. They get really but, scary. But Rockula had me the entire way. I was like, "I am right. on board with this movie." It's true. So, yeah, Rockula. Yeah, if, if Rockula's on Prime, Pat, you should definitely check it out. It's such a fun, like, silly, out of control movie. Check it out. Elvira uh, is on Hulu, by the way. Oh, there we go. There you go. Well, I don't have yeah. Hulu, Pat. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. Get it, I guess. At least you've seen the movie before. Pat's never seen it, so. I forget everything about it. Why did I pick it again? <laughs> All the things. Immediately. 
Um, but yeah, yeah so that's the place. So Rockula is gonna gonna move on here. Good old Dean Cameron, uh, chucking along there in uh, in in this tournament here. So we got another battle coming up. It's a pretty pretty weird one, uh, like most of these have been. Uh, we have Michael Jackson's Moonwalker versus the Last American Virgin. Oh shit, dude! Not not that I'm distracted about the last battle, but Elvira is also on Prime. Isn't that how we watched it? That would have been how we watched it, right? I think I'm. I think actually at the time I had downloaded it illegally. Paying for it, of course. Yes, I paid for it. I illegally downloaded the movie. Got it. Downloaded it. You paid the Pirate Bay five dollars. No, I paid money, actual money, to a service to to get the movie. But Uh, the good point is, Elvira is on Prime at this moment, so. There we go. And Hulu. On Prime and Hulu. There we go. There's a lot of movies like that, I noticed. Uh, Creed 2 is on Prime in 4K, but then on oh. Hulu, there's HD. Uh, oh. I, I noticed the movie Overlord, this... which was about, like, those, like, they battle, like, Nazi demons. That's on yeah. Prime. What? Are there 4K selections on Hulu? I don't even know if there no. are. Are there? No. I was say. Disappointing. Why, why but on, is that But on not... Prime, there's a lot of 4K um, choices. Yes, and on Disney Plus, uh, hmm. those 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 are the two that have uh, a lot of 4K choices. I, I noticed recently browsing Disney, um, they have their Marvel stuff set up chronologically and by phase. So you could really be a you could really nerd it out, huh? Oh yeah, you can nerd it out however the fuck you want. So chronological yeah, they do Star Wars order, the like... same way. If you go to the Star Wars like main thing, it does it the newest movie, and then as you scroll to the like left, it goes all the way to the fur the prequel, uh-huh. and then it puts them in order of like, so it's like the end, and then the beginning. But then you have like Solo and Rogue One and whatever uh-huh. where they're supposed to be in time wise. So then they also then they also have a list of uh, when they came when out. When they came out, yeah, someone so. just released. I think it was how did this get made? Released a uh, video about a different order for Star Wars. <laughs> There's always been a bunch of different, like, how you should watch them uh-huh. things. There's always been a bunch of those uh, that have existed. There's one, like, definitive one that, like, even, like, multiple people involved in the movies are like, yeah, that's the way to do it. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, how did this How did this get made as a mini episode? Um, the Star Wars order decided. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, I think we were, we're just, what were we talking about? Oh, Mo- uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker versus The Last American Virgin. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say, uh, sure, Moonwalker's crazier. I mean, it just, it definitely I mean, it, seemed crazier. But I, it, I would have to does. say, that's Last American Virgin, in my mind. I feel the, like that has more staying power. I want to watch it more. That's the trick, isn't it? You would think Michael Jackson's Moonwalker would be more insane. I don't think so. Really? It's not think, more insane than that movie? I think, I think Michael Jackson's movie, when you watch it, you're watching Michael Jackson, and you're like, this makes sense. I, uh, this is crazy, but it's Michael <laughs> Jackson crazy. Sense. This is kind of what I signed up for. <laughs> this when you're makes sense through the eyes version. of Michael Jackson, you're saying? You know, well, even to like, oh, it's music videos, and like there's a little plot at the end where it's dancing and fighting and being cool, and then Last American Virgin's like, oh, someone made this, and I watched it. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's ending this way, huh? 
because me and Corey invented well, we invented how, what happens after the credits because we there's only one option. There's only one option that happens. At these oh credits. yeah, there's I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to spoil it for people, but I mean, it's a whole. I, uh, yeah, if you go back and listen to our episode about it, we discuss our our thoughts on what happened after the the credits roll, which is the no. credits are something else too, but just by themselves, the credits are a thing. So I have, uh, I have no idea how we phrased that at that time. I do not remember. There's a lot of things I do not remember, but I remember the vibe of being like, "Oh my god, this has to happen this way." Yes, yes. Did, um, had either of you heard of that movie before you watched it on the podcast? I'd I believe. Um, movie. I believe the nerd over here had. I never have. I had only minute, ever heard of it in Corey. discussions about. <laughs> well, point um, no which nerd? <laughs> I had only true. ever heard about Three. it in discussions about like '80s movies. And yeah. and things like that. Uh, I really never, I never seen it. I didn't really know much about it, other than it being like this um, kind of like a Porky's type thing, which it kind of is to an extent. Uh-huh. Uh, but then uh, also the one dude who is in Friday the Thirteenth Part Four is in it. Um, he plays the character who is like telling. Chris McGlover that he's a dead fuck. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. That dude's in it, so like I knew about it because of that, and then also because of um, Diane Franklin was in it, and she's in a number of, I mean, just a bunch of movies. But like she was in, but Bill and Ted, she plays one of the princesses in the original Bill and Ted. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I, you know. <sighs> She's in a lot of other movies. How I got yeah. into how I got into college and Better Off Dead and anyways, but um, so I knew about that movie because of that stuff, but um, I never seen it. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely something else. So it's uh, it's, inter- it's an interesting movie. It's a, that's about all I'll say. It's an interesting movie. I I I enjoy it. I enjoy it for what it is. I it's one of you know certain movies. That maybe if I, if we had downloaded them and they were on my hard drive or you know saved somewhere, uh, some movies I'm like, ah, no, nah, I'm not gonna keep that. And some movies I'm like, yeah, keeping this this one. And this is one of those that I that I kept. So yeah, you guys seem um, to hold it in high regards. But yeah, I had never heard of it. But it seems just from the trailer alone, it would be like an '80s staple. I think it is for some, but I think it also. It, you know, it's uh, it was a canon movie, uh-huh. so that also like adds to how like the absurdity of everything. Um, but it has an awesome soundtrack too. There's a lot of good bands in it. Uh, yeah, that 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 came through in the uh, trailer. There was yeah, a lot well, of there's even Blondie, live performances in it. Technically, I guess. Blondie, the Cars, uh, Journey, the Police, Ario Speedwagon. There's a number of good 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 music uh, going on there. <clears throat> um. So, Last American Virgin moves on in this battle. Our next battle here, uh, Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night 2 versus Nemesis. I, I, I always freak this one. What is this one? Cyborgs. Yeah, I knew Cyborgs, but there's some other Cyborg stuff in here. Well, Nemesis 2, that was in the list. <laughs> no, that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but So, it's either Hello Mary Lou... Prom Night Two or Nemesis? Those are the I mean, two that we're going going with here. I watched Hello Mary Lou. Nemesis seems promising, but man, Hello Mary Lou Prom Night Two was awesome. It was really good. So I'm gonna have to go with that. 
it's just it it it's silly and the weird. I don't know. I want to say weird. Oh, it it's just it hits a lot of notes for like it's not even. It's, would you say it's scary? Is it really scary? Uh, no. I mean, I guess to some it might be like more. It is some a horror movie, be, but yeah. it's not really. I mean, it's scary. considered a movie, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice fun watch. Nick, how do you feel about this situation? Prom night two, you know, hell, Miss Mary Lou there, or Nemesis? I mean, it's. Oh, to me, it's kind of tough. It's a, kind of a tough choice between the two of them. I feel like the um, the obvious go to. This no, that sounds that. It's, I don't mean the because how many people really know about Nemesis two? That'd be quite a selection if I chose Nemesis. No, I mean Nemesis one, Nemesis two. We don't even talk about. If I chose Nemesis over. Uh, Hello, Mary Lou. Prom night too. <laughs> a lot of things. Yes. Are, is that the name of this film? Is that what it's actually yes. called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the full name. Uh, I don't. I don't want to keep picking Nemesis because I'm not. I mean, it's great, but I mean, I feel. I don't know, man. Nemesis. <laughs> I'm going with Nemesis. Personal wow. choice, Nemesis. Wow. Oh, wow. uh, personal choice here. I'm, I'm gonna go Hello Mary Lou Prom Night. That's what I figured. That's yeah, why I, I chose Nemesis. Nemesis I so that yeah, one, that one's gonna, that one's gonna move on here. Uh, but I did find out recently that all five Nemesis movies are available on Amazon five? Prime. Holy great! Shit. Hey, well, Pat, do you want to watch it? I mean, it's a cool dystopian movie. You know, the world we're never gonna live in. You know, none of that's coming true, so it's fine. We could, we could pick it up on Nemesis 3. We can pick up after... I mean, I'm, I'm done to watch, watch it, that's for sure. We can watch 3 through 5. Seems promising to me. I mean, if they're on Amazon Prime, I feel like we almost owe it to our fans. Do it for the fans. I think that's what we need to do. <laughs> Especially, <laughs> we like, maybe even to ourselves, to maybe redeem Nemesis 2. How, how, I doubt I mean, I, I doubt it's, I doubt it's going to happen, but that's fine. I mean, yeah, it has I, to, right? They made three more. It doesn't have to, man. It doesn't mean right? anything. It doesn't have you ever have. seen some of these crap movies, man? They'll just keep making sequels just because somebody, yeah. like 10 people bought it on yeah. VHS. I've definitely seen these or crap DVD, movies. They just keep making me watch them. They don't care. <laughs> so uh, they'll just keep making these movies. But uh, but sadly, Nemesis is uh, is left in the dust here. This is Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2 moves on in the brackets here. So our next battle here is House Arrest. Versus Neon Maniacs. Neon Maniacs, no question. To me, anyway, uh, it's a personal decision. I know if you're going to pick House Arrest over Neon Maniacs, that's fine. That's um, okay. I am actually going. I'm going to pick Neon Maniacs. Yeah, it thank is, goodness. Even though it doesn't because... have an ending, um, I, yeah, I think well, I would much rather rewatch that. You know where the how, and I love the, House Arrest. House Arrest the is ending a, a, is in your mind. The ending is in that's my the mind. beauty that's of it. Fantastic! It is you like Sopranos? Neon Maniacs is just like Sopranos. Oh, shit, really? Ooh, I like that. I love Sopranos, but I so can't. So why? It's a bold I statement. Can't. You keep <laughs> yeah, saying this every say. episode. You literally <laughs> said this every episode. It's saying it still applies. And Peg gets just as excited every time, and then realizes, want, "Oh wait, I've heard this." I want it, and then <laughs> I realize I said it. I mean, just wanted to be on the DVD box. Exactly. Neon Maniacs like a bold statement. That's for sure. Maniacs is just like the Sopranos. I just want it on the box. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, you know, part. and I and I love House Arrest, and I watched it a ton as a kid on HBO yeah, I or any other cable or whatever. That's funny because uh, sometimes that works in movies' favors with you, and sometimes it it kind of like is like ah, it's, we don't need that anymore. 
Well, I mean, it, it made it up until this point and made a, you know, got it to us to rewatch the movie, of, you know, on the podcast. Did but, I uh, pick House Arrest last time? Uh, well, the, I think so, because it was it was and your parents thought you were weird versus House Arrest. So I think we oh, all that's right. one, of these, one of these cool brackets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the way it is. What are you going to do about yeah, it? It really I is just this the way over it is. Robot Dad. Ah, why did I do that? That was a bad choice. Why did I do that? <laughs> well, you wouldn't have picked Robot Dad over Neon Maniacs anyways. So no, Neon Maniacs. Neon Maniacs definitely moves on. I'm sure Pat, you probably would have picked House Arrest in this one. I mean, only because I've seen that. But you guys rant and rave about Neon Maniacs, so don't I would... let us overhype it for you. Just know that I well, we enjoyed it. It's That's a cool movie. It's a cool, different yeah, movie. It and really it just is. Doesn't have an ending. It's unfortunate. Yeah, that, I'd love to re- I mean, I gotta rewatch it sometimes. That's a major draw- drawback. No ending. I couldn't have. I couldn't have enjoyed a movie as much as I enjoyed that movie, but also been very angry at the same time when it ended. I mean, you, you I would lose- not. You know, this is just. This is just spit. This is just a spitball suggestion, and it doesn't have haven't have to happen anytime soon. But if we just did like you know, because sometimes we review things we haven't dealt with in a while. If we just pick like four movies that we, of the three hundred we've watched that Pat should see, what would those four be? be a fun list and then we can go from there not that we have to but i just because i feel like nanny me and maniacs he has to see um well we can talk about it later it's not what we're doing i'd like to but revisit like, some that maybe i watched with dan or that i watched with gina I mean, Ryan. Throw, we, can, we can throw those in there too sure that we would so, uh that need to be revisited because yeah. there's definitely not some that, in that, there's definitely some in that list that need like shakma things like that that, yeah, that, that real, need to be you're real pumped with the shakma so that can work it that that can work it in there that's fine i mean it's a killer baboon that's terrorizing people who are playing a D game and uh the the um last american virgin did you see did you have you watched that pat or just the trailer i watched the trailer okay so then that that would make but, the list too but yeah. oh okay yeah that seems like another one dmx um last american virgin i'm trying to think what other ones it seems oh, yeah, like that's true. need you to watch, watch these, from yeah, you watch all these trailers that so roar, roar, roar is one. Oh yeah, of course, duh. Roar definitely yeah. Like... All right, well there, that could be a, but then Shockma, fine. Okay. <laughs> Shockma, there's, there's, some, there's some better ones that me and Gina and seen. Ryan watched that that I could pick from other than Shockma. Oh, I know, the, okay. I know the, the other one. It's Attack of the Killer Shoes. That, that that's oh, the one I gotta watch. Geez. You're right. It might, be rough to, it might be rough to put myself through that one again. Um, <laughs> this is a little test. A little test to see if he's listening. A little test. Um, oh, I know he is. Uh, but also, there's a oh, there's, there's this movie called The FP that I think that you guys would really enjoy. And there's a sequel on, uh, out there now, too, that I, I've been wanting to watch. So um, there's always there's a lot of movies. Anyways, uh, we'll move on of- here in our, in our tournament here. Uh, we'll go. It's going to be... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 versus Star Wars The Christmas Special. Oh, TMNT 3. Easily. Easily. It's one, it's one of my favorites ever. You never would have told, you never would have been able to convince nine year old Nick that he would pick Star Wars over Ninja Turtles. Oh, ditto. You wouldn't never be able to convince 33 year old Pat that. <laughs> <laughs> because. I do love the turtles, but the Christmas special is just so crazy. It's crazy. Why was it made? It's crazy. That's that's probably and the most prolific statement. Why was it made? <laughs> like like in the past when uh, when Corey had mentioned how he'd seen House Arrest a million times, I have in fact seen Turtles three a million times, and I have you memorized know. it. 
So perhaps seeing the Christmas special as an adult was more shocking. And I have those memories more recent <laughs> in my brain because I would have, I mean, if it was the Christmas special over turtles, one or turtles two, it would not win. That would be no. Oh question. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh be yeah. No question. I just want to make that clear. Cause yeah. I don't want people to think I hate turtles. Cause that's ignorant to think. Okay. <laughs> so it'd have to be star Wars. It has to be the Christmas special. We'll put it forward. I guess I'll have to put yeah, it forward. This one's a tough one for me as the, as the deciding vote here. Uh, you know, I, I love Ninja. I love Ninja turtles. And, uh, the third one is just rough and it's boring, uh, which is rare for something Ninja turtle related. How is it boring? Other uh, mutant teenage mutant Ninja turtles. How is this boring? Um, but the Star Wars Christmas special, it, it's just something else. It is just like, it has boring parts, sure, but it's also just like off the rails. It's just like, right. it really is some, it really is just something. It's like, what was going, what was going through anybody's heads during all of this? Um, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to also pick Star Wars, the Christmas special to move Did on. It, come, it came out before Empire, wow. right? Out after Empire. After Empire. After Empire. It did after. What? what, What's your guys' favorite Star Wars movie? Mine's Empire. I've I've watched Empire more than any other one. Mine would also have to. I bet I would. I bet I would pick Empire. And of the new ones, I'd pick Rogue One. Of any of any of the new ones ever made. Oh, I would agree with that. Rogue One is by far the best one of the newest ones made. Like non non Lucas. It does the least level of contamination. It's a self-contained story. It it's bleeds into dark. New, it bleeds into New Hope pretty well. It's mm-hmm. pretty. It's a pretty great prequel to that. I mean, that yeah. it does its job there, and then it creates know. sweet characters that you like, and then they fucking yeah, just, they, they mean, do their job. It's you know, it's this isn't a spoiler that. <laughs> by the way, are not well for these people. <laughs> the Star Wars uh, Christmas special actually came out before Empire. That's what I was asking. That's what I well, thought. Well, that makes sense then, because then well, it's it's weirder. It's fucking weirder because like people got their fix of Star Wars. Let's make this what? And also the tease of Boba Fett started there. Yeah, I was gonna say he's well. In this that is dumb. First. Why did I even? Why did I even think it came out after Empire? Which I guess is yeah. why I asked. I should have just known. That's my. I thought point. it came out after Empire because of Boba Fett. That's why I thought it came out after Empire. Like, but uh, my favorite my favorite Star Wars movie of all time is probably uh, Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. It's a good um, choice. I like it. It sets the, the groundwork. <laughs> the separatists have have begun the wars, and the yeah, good Palpatine gets attacked. Right now, it's a, I that's did. A I did actually just recently watch that one, uh, but it's not no, my it's favorite not, one. It's in a second. Um, right, um, Mace Windu attacks Palpatine and attacks. I mean, our senator in the second. No, one, that's right? in Revenge of the Sith. Is it yeah, in Revenge when everything comes crashing down? Yeah. I had to have. I don't remember yeah. any when any when these things happen. Episode two has the battle between Count Dooku and uh, right. Yoda. Oh wow, that's uh, boy. No, that oh, fight is awesome. Oh. We just, Yo, I just it's watched amazing. it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. Fucking um, Yoda's Chris, flying around Chris like Lee a crazy is, maniac. Christopher Lee is fantastic as Count Dooku. He is. Can't, Count can't Dooku's deny good. Christopher, Christopher Lee there. The only thing I don't know um, about Count Dooku is this weird, like, sex toy lightsaber hilt he's got. It's okay. I mean, all the man. all the dark side guys just make their own like makeshift weird ones, so it's it's fine. Whatever Duke is gonna do, man. It's just like it's a shame he realized like, oh, this isn't gonna work out for me. Yeah, he right. <laughs> I picked the wrong. Um, I picked the wrong. Lost. I I did everything bad here. I did everything bad. 
The uh, so uh, I I don't know. My favorite Star Wars movie, I guess, would be Empire. But you know what? I watched it a lot as a kid. Is Return of the Jedi. I watched sure. it so much as a kid. I watched the, yeah, that I it's watched almost, it's almost hard. Like I feel like adult me would pick Empire, but kid me would pick Return of the Jedi. Yeah, kid, I think kid me would pick A New Hope. Kid kid me would pick Wrath of Khan. <laughs> well, you're out. You're you don't count. Um, adult your vote doesn't still, count. Adult me is able to separate them and like them both in different ways. We, didn't, we don't accept write-in uh, candidates here. Unfortunately, um, Kid Me would be like, Star Trek is lame. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Which See, is everybody not the grows, same. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I just really like being a young child listening to people talk about diplomacy in space. What can I say? Oh, who doesn't it's, love space diplomacy? It was fucking riveting. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's that's they were trying to hook people with the, with the Star Wars prequels. It was all about the Trade Federation and... Yep. Well, when you were little, that was kind of bullshit to me, but I love that movie now. Rewatching Phantom Menace, I was just totally enraptured by all this nonsense dialogue about the Trade Federation. I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. Phantom Menace was the first movie that I fell asleep to in a movie theater. In. When I when I watched the Phantom Menace as a child, I was just so pissed at the pod racing because I kept like, it's Anakin. He's going to win. He's Darth Vader. What are we doing? But it doesn't <laughs> go on that long. It's not that long. <laughs> I thought it took the whole movie, but it was not that long. No, they just like focused the on, and then there was a video game and, and everything. Oh, that game was so, fun. It was fun. Uh, so our, our next battle here is Godzilla versus Megalon, mm. which is the basically the Jet Jaguar movie. Who could forget? Uh, and Gigan also makes an appearance in that one, too. Good old Gigan. My guy, Gigan. My guy, Gigan. Uh, versus <laughs> Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Oh. Sorry, sorry, Guy Gan, you gotta go. I got it. Well, I've watched one of these movies, so I kind of feel like I'm obligated to say Final Nightmare, but then I feel like I'm fucking over Guy Gan, dude. Sometimes, over Guy Gan, he's, very, he's not in the whole sometimes, movie. Sometimes, hey, guys. I don't know. Gotta, I've never seen it, so I don't know. Guys, honestly, sometimes Guy Gan's gotta get fucked, okay? Yeah. I mean, Guy Gan's great. He's got his little oh, claw. Okay. He's, got his, he's got his cool, like, hook claw. Sure, he's cool. Freddy's Dead um, is good too. Oh man, Freddy's Dead is really good. Megalon has his cool uh, drill hands. It's true. Uh, and Jag- Jaguar, you know, makes his first appearance. But and Godzilla's in it, and he does that. He does that absurd. Like he flies across the screen oh. on his tail in that one. He does. He's so like happy and silly in that one. It's so he weird is. and bizarre. That's true. Um, He's happy and silly. What? Yeah, he like there's always him like laughing, like like with a big like smile, and he's like clapping, and he like flies across the screen on his tail. It's ridiculous. The tail thing I've seen, but smiling and clapping is very strange. He's it a giant is. monster. Yeah, <laughs> but he's up, he he has a friend in that one. He's got he's got Jet Jaguar. They're friends. Oh, oh is that what it was? True. The anime influence fucking took over, <laughs> and now he's <laughs> he's anime <laughs> Godzilla. Pretty much. Oh, uh, but I'm also gonna pick. I'm all. <laughs> oh, look at that sexy man. Ja- Jaguar. Da, 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 da. Um, I'm, all, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Freddy's dead here in in this battle. Yeah, uh, I think as well. So our next battle here is Drive Angry, starring the one, the only Nicolas Cage, versus Prehysteria. Uh, I picked Drive Angry. Oh man, Drive Angry's got to go. Got to win. Yeah, yeah I love Prehysteria. Prehysteria yeah. is. Prehistoria is, I don't know, it's prehistoria, but Drive Angie is a pretty awesome movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm, also, I'm also going to pick Concept. Drive Angie. 
fucking All ridiculous. Right, so, so Drev Angie wins. Uh, our next battle here is the unquenchable thirst for bone or juice versus return of the killer tomatoes. Oh no. I don't know. I've never seen either. So <laughs> I do again, know. this is, I feel as, as it gets down further and further to the nitty gritty, I start to feel worse and worse about my decisions, especially with like matchups like this. You shouldn't feel bad about anything. Yeah, but I, right. I, I'm making decisions on movies I've never watched before. And this sounds like two movies that are pretty goddamn good. Trailers no. should sell you on the movie, though. The trailer should classic. help sell you on the movie. So, yeah, well, uh, you're, once again, you're this, you're Killer Shoes like is like number bag. one for me. You guys fucking make it sound like it's uh, great. It's a great film. Of, uh, paper lunch bag. Yeah, you, you're you're half in the bag. You're you've seen the trailer. You're half in the bag there. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like I don't go with Killer Tomatoes because I feel like a traitor or some sort of absurper if I uh, don't. <laughs> uh, so one, we have one vote here for Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Got two uh, votes. Two votes. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. Shit. Like I was going to go with the unquenchable thirst for boner juice. I know. So. Dang, I know. Dude. That's why uh, I, that's why no one listening could see my sorrow wash over my face. But I was like, uh, me. Return of the Killer Tomatoes is great. It's a fantastic. It's very movie. wonderful. So I can't deny it. I can't deny either of those movies. So Return of the Killer Tomatoes moves on uh, here. We got another another interesting battle here. Uh, we have uh, starring Kirk Cameron. You lucky dog. Ah, Jesus. Versus the Sisterhood. Sisterhood? Why do I keep forgetting this one? They're badass babes. They got guns. They got powers. They, they're, oh, you know, Sisterhood. It's, yeah. it's, it's a very good movie. Aren't they? Uh, it is a good movie, but you know what? I, I'm going to pick you okay, Lucky well, Dog. I feel like you, it's you much... too. Wait a minute, what? You too. You okay, too, huh? First of all, you totally contradicted yourself by saying it is a good movie. And then you what picked is? you Lucky Dog. What the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't yeah. make sense because You Lucky Dog is not a good movie. <laughs> I mean, You Lucky and Dog oh. is is an experience. I'm pretty sure uh, I watched most of it with my mouth just open. I mean, <laughs> great experience too. You know, that doesn't mean it's I would make it over something else. It's the crazy. Sis- the Sisterhood is great, but there's there's too many like boring lulls in it. It's, it it's suffers from that barbarian movie lull. <laughs> Where yeah. you lucky dog is a is roller coaster ride. The, the entire whole movie. Ninety minutes is a boring law. What are you talking about? I mean, you you, you, lucky, dog, you lucky dog. Okay, you know Great America that plays. You lucky dog is like you're on the raging bull and just flies off the tracks. Like, where are we gonna land? Will we make it? I don't know. I hope I live. Will well, there be a man talking I mean? like a talking as a dog from in a courtroom? The I don't know. Is too good. That's not how courts work. And then John no, John Lucy pulls out a gun. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, Q crosses over to the You Lucky Dog dimension and decides... Yeah, that. he's in it. Uh, the dude... Uh, what's that guy? He's I mean, in, like, The Last Boy Scout, and he's in Nothing But Trouble. And, and he's in uh, Angels in the Outfield. Um, I can't remember his name. He's in it. Uh, you have... Uh, what the fuck? Is the other... Um, James Avery is in it, right? Yes. Yes, yes I believe so. Yes. Oh, yeah, Uncle is, that's Phil. Great too. And, He's got some star uh, power. Not going to argue with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Uncle Phil running around. I don't know, man. 
It's just, I'm upset with you. I'm upset with myself too, but I felt I had no other choice. Yeah, so you lucky, you lucky dog moves on here uh, to the semi, to the semi, quarterfinals. Where's your press conference? What is the ratio? <laughs> Pat's, Pat's will be at two thirty a.m. Oh, Pat will oh. just have his. Pat's <laughs> gonna have his Secretary of State just talk about the bracket that uh, sisterhood made it to, and the guy we're getting ready for the sisterhood bracket. It lost. Now we're getting ready for it. It's coming up. I mean, what <laughs> percentage do I have to win or uh, lose by to dictate an automatic recount? I don't know. Maybe or Pat, are you paying people to call in to send us emails and call in about fraudulent votes? No, because I ran movies? out of money. I, I spent all my money in my campaign. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! What, what campaign did you run, Pat? That's yeah, a lie. The secret <laughs> campaign has been running all 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 since last week. Uh, uh, so our the ads on different platforms. Our, our next matchup here is Blood Games versus Virtuosity. Uh, I'll tell you, my pick right now is Virtuosity. What is uh what's blood games again? Uh, it's amazing. There's like, there's like a softball team of dudes and there's a softball team of girls. They play each other. Some okay. shenanigans okay. go down that, yeah. between the managers and the there's like then the guy guys start hunting the girls, vice versa type thing, girls going after them. There's like uh yeah. It's uh it's a cool movie and I think everyone should see it because I think it's very underrated. Yes, and, everyone should um, see it. Not very seen, but I'm but I'm gonna go with uh, virtuosity. Um, I'm excited by both concepts, but Blood Games seems more fun to me. I, I just like the idea of like girls beating the shit out of the dudes. I mean, that it's a great cool. film. It's very yeah. enjoyable. Like getting the getting the revenge and fucking dudes up seems cool. It's true. Like, it just doesn't I, I have games. it just doesn't have Sid six Well, yeah, or Denzel Washington, oh, or Denzel Washington, or a dystopian go... movie type thing. I like that, um, yeah, well, because unfortunately they like did they predicted the fucking future. We'll get I there like eventually. Dy- I like dystopian documentaries. Yeah, I hate and, you know just and, and Kelly Lynch is in it too. You're talking about babes, dude. Kelly Lynch is in it, so um. You got a babe right there. Got a babe right there. Well, you're talking about babes being in the other movie, and uh, Kelly Lynch is, is definitely a babe. So it's true. Um, then you have Russell Crowe and uh, Denzel Washington, also both babes. I would almost want to make Virtuosity a movie that Pat should see if he hasn't seen it. Oh yeah, I can't. I honestly can't believe Pat. That, that'd be your choice. Oh, I know. I, mean, I know it's the kid I wanted to watch it all the time. That was like. What was that? Late nineties, probably, early. 2000s. I, as a as a kid, uh, ninety five, mid mid nineties. Oh, so it's literally mid nineties. Yeah, I remember as a kid because I would watch this movie on HBO a bunch, and I also would watch the making of this movie. On oh HBO. wow! <laughs> what are you doing? Well, HBO used to always do these HBO first look or HBO behind the scenes things. Yeah, that's so true. they had their, their own true. making of things and. There's a scene in Virtuosity where he's running and there's all this like glass and Sid is like shooting at it and is like breaking as he's running. And I remember always like whenever me and my friends would play guns and stuff, like one of that scene, but I would always like replay that scene in my head as like that's what I was like doing sometimes, like running and all the glass is breaking and stuff. I like that concept. Play guns. Uh, Do kids in other countries yeah. play guns? Man. With real guns. Oh, um brother. Oh, we did that too. We used to fucking shoot each other with fucking BB guns, which was not smart. You shouldn't oh, be doing no. that. Oh no! See, we were never <laughs> shooting each other with BB guns. We just had um, 
play fake guns. But uh, Virtuosity here is uh, is moving on in the bracket. Uh, but definitely go see Blood Games. Uh, it's no slight to Blood Games to, for that yeah, one. In a theater near you. So um, okay. our next battle, our next battle here is just one of the guys oh, versus shit. Pool Boy drowning out the Fury. Oh man, um, Pool Boy seems pretty intriguing, but just one of the guys is like I used to watch that movie all the time. That was on HBO all the time back in the day. Yeah, dude. Did I ever see Blood? You just wanted that boob drop at the end. That's what I was gonna say. One one of the fucking greatest parts as a young man was uh It's a legitimate funny movie. Reveal. As a young man. I don't know. As a, as a young as a, man. As a nine year old. <laughs> as a as a nine year old, Pat loved this movie where this girl dressed up as a dude. Well, I like the part where she showed her boobies at the end. I never saw this. But movie I also enjoy the rest of the movie. Oh, this movie oh, you've never seen this ever? No. No, Thanks, it's a good one, dude. It's, it's really a great good. movie. That's yeah, awesome. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy uh, just one of the guys, but I'm definitely gonna have to pick Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury. Dang, dude. I will also have to do the same. Wow, big disappointment. It's hard. I can't it's hard. Well, Pat, whenever you see Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury, I think your 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 mind will change there. I don't know. Uh, I think well, my lawyer. Will, I mean, it's it's not fair. Have my lawyer you, bring up a, a, a case against this. Please do. Are you going to announce it in front of like a landscaping company? Uh, I actually booked a parking lot in front of a, a manure factory. Perfect. That's a great place. Oh. You can everybody will be shoveling shit there. Yeah, I like it. Perfect, perfect for Biff. <laughs> good. For Biff, good, old, good old Biff Tannen there. Perfect yeah. for Biff Tannen. I, I mean, there you go. Basically he's the same actually, person. He's, um, uh, he's my campaign head. Oh my god! You need to get your shit straight. Guy oh, can't, guy can't even. Guy can't even tell a joke. All he's good for is make like a tree and get out of here. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so our uh, we're here in the quarterfinals. Uh, uh, we'll we'll stick to the same side of, of the bracket here. We're gonna go Neon Maniacs versus Star Wars: The Christmas Special. I mean, it seems like Neon Maniacs has got to win, right? It this seems is- like Star Wars Christmas Special has been its match. Wow. It did so well. It did really well. It did. Until it, came up against, until it came up against something a little crazier. This is true. Uh, again, I as also, we, as, we, as we progress through the bracket, I feel worse and worse about just watching trailers and deciding these movies' fates. It's not fair. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> it's no. not fair to them. It's a, it's a good third person. Uh, it's a different kind of third person to have uh, deciding I these. I mean, I guess you could have tried to barrel through like these final films for the, you know what I mean, for these last brackets. But I mean, it's that's still a know, lot of movies. Things. It's a lot of movies to try and do, man. I like this. I like the different perspective. Don't feel I, bad. I do too. I, I do like it. I like the different half in the bag type of thing. But Neon Maniacs <laughs> is definitely moving on. Um, uh, so so, so long to Star Wars: The Christmas Special. Goodbye, uh, you, Lumpy. You gave us a good ride. Uh, and, and, himself, and, lumpy. and himself a good ride uh so our next battle here is freddy's <laughs> dead the final nightmare versus drive angie oh man uh, what are the chances these two movies would come up against each other in this bracket by <laughs> yeah, the way what the fuck drive angie's good dude it's so silly and ridiculous it is oh. good uh, so- i'm gonna pick i'm gonna be bold right now i'm gonna pick drive angry whoa what well, because he's he's probably going through the same thought process I was that like there's there are better Freddy movies, and Driving is an original concept, and it's really batshit crazy. 
And I like because of and because of the beginning part of Freddy's Dead, which with, with like Breck and Meyer and those like troubled kids and stuff, that's kind of like boring and almost like we're, we're we're repeating the same tropes we've repeated for like how many movies now? And then halfway through, it turns into something else, which it should have just been the whole time. Yeah, is a big downfall for Freddy's Dead. Uh, whereas Drive Angry knows what it's doing. It's it, it, it's on a mission, and it, 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 it you know it goes literally on this highway to hell uh, yep. through it through its insanity. And and I thoroughly I think it's a, I think most people overlooked it. I think people actually go look back now on it fondly because of Nicolas Cage's like resurgence with like movies like Mandy and and whatnot. So. I think I think that was kind of the start of that for him to be in these absurd, over the top uh, movies, and uh, so I'm I'm going to pick Drive Angry. Um, oh, it's a tough one because I like I like Freddy's Dead for the same reasons you like it, just a, what it became in the second half. Like that's a great Jim. great story, you know, which. I think it was something that they delved into that people weren't asking for, but they didn't know they wanted it, you know? Like a little yep. origin story about Freddy. Yep, I do. I agree. But I also have the same, like you said, the first half you don't like so much, and maybe that's probably true for me too. But the second half, or maybe the, like the last quarter of Drive Angry, it kind of felt drawn out to me. I lo- It kind of lost me in like the last third, maybe. I don't, movie. Dis- I, don't, I don't disagree. And I, of course, I'm looking back on a few years Memories, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, ditto. Um, I'm going to say Drive Angry, I think. I mean, the hotel shooting scene, that's the thing that's the most. Oh, that's the most one of the most. Yeah, that's, because, that's I mean, the most yeah. part, I think. Of course. And then, um, but even, like, dealing with, like, this, that shitty boyfriend. Like, it's a whole back and forth. But, yeah, once, I mean, once it gets into where it's actually going, there is a law before it, the, the grand climax. But I guess yeah. that's. Movies do that sometimes, and I mean, yeah, overall, slows down a little bit to positive. really ramp it up at the end. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Drive Angry here is the winner. So we're gonna move on to Return of the Killer Tomatoes versus You Lucky Dog. Mm-hmm. Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Why this this goddamn movie is plaguing me? This is bullshit. You know what? It's a tough one. You know what? This is a tough you know one. what I? You know what I want to pick. You know <laughs> if this what I movie want wins, pick. I'm going to kill the two of you. <laughs> oh, man. You're almost like tempting us now just to pick it just for that. Um, <laughs> you said what I was thinking. You said what I Return was thinking. Of the Living, <laughs> Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Man, these are both such good movies. God damn it. Stop <laughs> saying that. doesn't make sense. It's not true. I do think anyone who hasn't seen Lucky Dog has no idea what they're in store for. Like, if you've never seen this movie... You don't know what you're. If you've ever because... wanted to see Kirk Cameron act like a dog, God, you're just missing out. <laughs> no, not even. I mean, even. Even if you did want to see that, you're not missing out. It's just so fucking stupid. Yes, it really exactly. Is. It's so dumb. The way it but begins, but but it's a movie to... about a man who has a telepathic link to Thank a dog you. and acts like I a dog, like... versus a movie where there are tomato pe- tomatoes that turn into people. Also, yeah, don't forget, and, and that is more believable. Don't forget the beginning of the movie where, like, he used to Kirk Cameron used to talk to a dog, like back in high school. Like he actually yes. did, 
And then, like, yes. then he was a fraud pretending to talk to dogs until a dog comes along that he can actually talk to and channel. What the fuck? Why is this steps here? Why is this movie set up like a sequel? Like, there should have been a, another movie. That doesn't make sense either. We don't need what that. We don't need that. Because it's wonderful. But why not it's just wonderful. make that? Why? We don't need no, any of it. We don't. Okay, we don't need the prequel. But also, why set it up that way? What the fuck? Because you, need to, because you need to know history, the backstory of the character. You need, you need to know that he he that uh, this is actually an ability he didn't have at one point. The movie would be the movie would be a million times worse if all of a sudden it was just this guy who was a psychiatrist and all of a sudden one day he could talk to a dog. Right. The backstory is I've always had this power, but I lost it. It's and like, then nobody like believed the me half. that I had this. But well, why don't why don't why why not make that movie? Why not it's make like the movie the where half. he realizes he can talk to dogs? Because this we got the movie. movie. Sorry. Because we, oh, we didn't oh. get the movie we wanted. We got the movie we deserved. <laughs> this whole movie, this whole movie is like the second half of Spider Man 2. That's how good it is. Okay. Sure. Sam Raimi's Spider Man 2. This is like the second half of the movie where Peter starts down his powers, doesn't know what's going on. And then, like, <sighs> then he pulls it out at the end. Some would say this movie is better than Spider Man 2. Some people probably Sorry. say that. Man, okay, I'm doubling down. I will, I will murder you two. Better than Spider-Man Two. One of the best. I don't care if I go to prison for the rest of my life. I'm going to commit a double homicide. One of the best comic book movies of all time, Spider-Man Two. Lucky Dog (laughs) just might be better. Just as good or better. (laughs) Disgusting. Disgusting. Spider-Man Two. Probably, probably two years. I consider it my favorite movie for like a good solid two years. This this could be for the, the, the here I got a quote for the cub for the D for the Actually, Blu-ray for the sure. 4K re-release of Spider-Man 2. Here you go. Yeah. Uh barely better than you lucky dog. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Actually, I lied. Spider-Man 2 was my favorite film until it just got usurped by Lucky You Lucky Dog. Ah <laughs> oh, gosh. Alright, I quit the podcast. I'm done. Don't, don't expect me to be on the um, next episode. <laughs> no, but I mean, but but like r- real talk though, Tomatoes wins this one. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. Well, sadly, I was ready. I was ready to go all in if we had to, but uh, but uh, that would be that would tomatoes. that's Corey. That's colluding. <laughs> I know. <All> right. One <laughs> um, of us, would, Pat, would impeach one of us because he's that kind of a partisan hack. We get oh, impeached for it. <laughs> no, I would. Uh, so, I would Return would of the Killer Tomatoes moves on. Uh, so our next battle here is virtuosity versus pool boy drowning out the fury. I genuinely think this is the hardest decision for me so far in the tournament. It's good. It is a good battle, but I just have to, uh, virtuosity pulls in my dystopian heartstrings and I can't, I have to go with virtuosity. If I have to choose, I have to do it. So that's, and that's what we're doing. We're choosing. So I've chosen virtuosity. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah, what's, your, what's, your, what's your trailer choice? Oh, he's going to hold out. He's going to see if he's a tiebreaker or not. I see. Yeah, I think that's here. more important. What's your choice? I I, I, I'm, I'm undecided at this point, and your choice will not sway mine because I mean, I'm genuinely thinking hard about the way I feel about both of these movies. Virtuosity seems like an awesome movie. That's something I always want to watch. Um, but. The pool boy movie just seems the concept alone is just ridiculous. It it looks hilarious. And it, 
it definitely has like that B movie feel. Like it's going for that B movie feel. Yeah. Um, a thousand billion percent. But uh, I mean, I, I would like to watch both these movies, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Virtuosity. It feels there like it that's the movie I need to watch before I you watch. Know what, it. You know what? You made you helped make a decision for me because I was really uh, really on the fence okay, here. You know what? I love. I, I probably would have picked Virtuosity because I, I love that movie. Uh, but man, Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury is like, it's on Prime. So if anybody wants to watch that and uh, FDR American Badass, that's the one that I think we should watch for this podcast is FDR Ooh. American Badass. Sure. Uh, because because I've it, always wanted Nick, to watch it. Nick knows the absurdity that is Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury. So throw in some like re- some real stuff in there and then to- twist it and turn it all around on its head. Uh, into this style of this, uh, you know, Ross Patterson, St. James, Street James style, and you get FDR American Badass. And, uh, but Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury, man, it's so, I mean, even when they just show those, show those sex scenes and it's clearly like a different, two different people, like fucking, <laughs> it's like so ridiculous. And uh, there's like so many good cameos, Danny Trejo and Jason Mewes and, Al Borland from Home Improvement, and uh, <laughs> uh, God, there's just it's such such a ridiculous. And Kevin Sorbo is so <laughs> he's it's just it's a fucking insane he's, movie. It is. He, he it seems, seems insane. insane in it. Yeah, it um, seems it seems super insane. Yeah. So, but but virtuosity moves on here on that side of the bracket. Uh, let's move on to the other side real quick. Here we have Doctor Giggles versus Howard the Duck. Oh, that seems easy trailer-wise. I'd say Dr. Eagle's easy. He's got to beat Howard the Duck. I'm going to go Howard the Duck. Whoa, whoa. What happened? Who? What? You went Howard. Where'd you go, Pat? I went Dr. Eagle's. Fuck. It comes down to this, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all all roads lead here. It all <laughs> comes down to here. 300-plus episodes have led to me making this decision that I will remember for the rest of my life. Dr. Giggles versus Howard the Duck. What Dude. the fuck are we doing here? You better be what careful. What is this, going? This decision could haunt you for the rest of your life. Wow. Follow the you to match the grave, of, dude. The matchup already does. <laughs> your, la- <laughs> your last words could be, my only regret was choosing blankety blank instead of blankety blank. My only regret well, was didn't... not curing my bonitis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did not. It's it's impressive because in the first matchup I had not chosen this movie, but now I feel like the time has come to continue choosing it because I chose it last time. Of course, would have to be Doctor Giggles is fucking great, but it's got to be Howard the Duck. It is a lot better movie than anyone ever gives it credit for, especially for how shitty people say it is. It's not that shitty, guys. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's not. not. It's shitty. It's not, it's not that, that shitty. shitty. It's not that shitty. It's not. It's a. It's but a Doctor fun... Giggles. Is very great. I mean, Dr. Gills is such a good, it's a great time. Yeah, it really is. So, I our next Dr. battle Giggles. here is uh, the ultimate roar battle with Roar versus oh, Tammy shit. and the T Rex. Oh, shit, dude. <sighs> oh, shit. This I'm one might as well be the finals. I'm going Tammy. Tammy and the T Rex. Dang. Um, I don't know. This is it just every time. It's down so to this nitty gritty. I feel worse is, and worse is, making these decisions. Yeah, these are what we've been building towards. The ones that we actually have to. Well, we've not that we haven't put any thought into the other ones, but there's much more thought involved here. 
or heartstrings being tugged on, emotions being played. I mean, <sighs> if, if you described these movies to me, I would have picked Tammy and the T-Rex. But after watching the trailers, I would definitely pick Roar because Roar is just seems so right. Creepy. I mean, so it, now it's I'm just left... actual chaos. It really is. So, well, I mean, did you, would you? Mm. I, I would pick Roar. Thank you. Because now opinion, I get I would, to. I would pick Roar. Because now I get to lay out. There's another tiebreaker. I get to lay out my feelings toward both of these films. Because on one hand, there's two things I love in life: human brains inside robotic dinosaurs and lions mauling people. <laughs> and, but see, now it comes down to which one is the actual is the better constructed film. Like which one is a full on good movie? And that's and, what my, that's where my brain went, and why right. I decided so quickly because Tammy and the T Rex to me is a better constructed movie, which Roar is sounds is, insane. Yeah, Roar is a plot wedged into <laughs> lions attacking people, lions attacking people because this is unsafe, this is crazy. People sh- could have been murdered, and they were mauled viciously. Many hospital visits were required, but like the story is the kind of a SpaceX type of story. So, like, I'm using the fact that these lions are really attacking people. Like, as far as the the film the film construction, it doesn't... But Tammy the T-Rex is nonstop insanity, and it's plotted, it's on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, it's... And that's what... That's why I have to... I expected to pick Roar all the way, to be honest with you. As far as it would go. But Tammy's got to... Tammy's got to take this one home. There we oh, go. Shit. Tammy and the T-Rex shit. moves on yeah. to the semifinals. That's tough. I did not expect... I mean, I expected Roar... I expected Roar to make it... To the final. So, so Tammy and the T-Rex won the whole bracket. That whole side of the bracket. No, right? we're in the oh, semifinals. No, so you said semifinals. Sorry, I thought you just said finals. I was like, we're there already? We skipped something? Oh, I wasn't listening. It's my fault. Yeah, so anyways... Um, we're here with Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, versus Rockula. Oh, no. Oh, my. These seems like, oh, what a matchup. Oh, yeah, how can you design these? These matchups, like, speci- like they work in like, the same genre. Dude. Yeah, they're almost very similar rigged. movies. Horror, comedy. Um, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, this is, a, this is a tough one for me, too. I mean, I'll go ahead and make my decision... Just on like nostalgia alone, I'm gonna have to go with Elvira. Although I've never seen either, but I think both are equally intriguing. I like I want to watch both equally. I mean this this would be a good they would be a great like drive-in double feature, man. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Holy fuck. Like I yeah. wanna go to that. Where's that show at? Where can where can I go see this at? In my oh, projector. Put it on the, I'll yeah, put it on I was my gonna say put it crotch door. Yeah, put it on, on one of our the house the walls of the houses <laughs> and just watch it. That'd be fucking great. Because what awesome. you want to do is blast Elvira just as anyone can be. Well, either one. It doesn't matter. Fuck them. Who cares? Call the cops. Come watch Elvira, bitch. It's fine. <laughs> Come on. We'll get you some popcorn. Stay six feet away. Don't tell me they turn this off. Yeah, this oh, one's man. tough for me. I, I, I love, just... thoroughly love both movies. But I am, uh, I think I'm also going to go Elvira here. Oh, yeah. Choice is made. Because oh. I was... I initially was going straight Elvira mm-hmm. as a victor. And then I was thinking about the more I thought about Rocky, the more it was like, ah, oh, it's getting even closer. But I'm like, 
Well, for me, it and Rocky was a movie we covered twice on this podcast, actually. That's um, true. Um, but for me, it's like it's like it's a battle of two '80s icons. You have Elvira versus Dean Cameron, and you can't. It's like Dean Cameron is in so many amazing '80s movies. It's true. And uh, so, but it's a it's a tough one there for me too. But I I won't. I got to go. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. That's right. Elvira, will, yeah, Elvira, it is. I will say tonight too. My my goal after this podcast is going to be making a bowl of popcorn, pouring a glass of whiskey, and watching Elvira. It's a good it's plan. It's a fun. It's a fun, fun movie. Uh, another somebody else who's in it that uh, that I thoroughly enjoy is uh, Pat. You, I know you remember from remember the lady in planes, trains, and automobiles who Steve Martin's like dropping all the f bombs to. Yes, yes, the same and woman. She's in, also uh, in Airborne. She's the mom in Airborne, and she's in Ferris Bueller. Yeah, she's the um, secretary in Ferris Bueller. Yeah, she's in Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. She's like one of the main one of the main characters in that. So, awesome. uh, anyways, uh, our next battle here is the Last American Virgin versus Hello Mary Lou from Night Two. This one's a little easier for me than Elvira. Same here. I'm going to guess you guys are going to pick <clears throat> Last American Virgin just because you ranted and raved about it. But I think I have to I have to I can't wait to see what movie it comes up against where I actually say like, nah, man, you got to go because it's it's a wild thing that exists. God, I got to watch this that movie. Huh? I really this have to. True. Uh, I'm also I'm going to go Last American Virgin. Hello, Mary Lou Prom Night 2 is fun and it's ridiculous, but yep. it's, uh, it doesn't hold up hold up against also, uh, Last American whenever Virgin. you. Whenever you do watch it, Pat, don't let us push it. Keep like just like imagine watching it, not knowing. Like just know that people think. I guess you just know that. Like know that people think it's it's a good thing to watch, or it's kind of weird because yeah, I mean, it's just something else. I mean, I got that from the trailer awesome. alone. Yeah, I got that from the trailer, and the music seemed awesome in the trailer. The music yeah. is fun. If I remember the music, it's fun. Like a, a lot of big names in the soundtrack. Yeah, so whenever you whenever you do watch it, we'll we'll have to have a discussion there. So, uh, all right. So our next uh, next battle here is uh, we're getting closer and closer to the end. We got Howard the Duck versus Tammy and the T Rex. Man, um, I'm gonna go t- Tammy and the T Rex. So am I. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. Howard the Duck almost made it to the finals. Uh. uh I don't know which one I would have chosen there. I honestly don't. You still can. Uh, with, without yeah, more thought. I need more thought. Uh, God, Howard the Duck is, is so much fun. Uh, Leah Thompson is great in it. Uh, questionable. She's falling in love with this duck man person thing. <laughs> it's fine. She doesn't uh, judge. It's fine. She doesn't judge. She doesn't judge. And uh, a friend of ours uh, thoroughly hates that movie. And I love how much that she hates that. Actually, former co-host of the podcast, Gina, Absolutely hates Howard the Duck, and I love how much she hates I, it. I was hoping all it would her keep being. going just just for her. I was hoping it would yeah. keep going just for her. But. Yeah, same here because yeah, her her hatred for it is so unbelievably strong. It's just it's out of control. Um, but the uh, yeah, I I guess I would I would also probably pick Tammy and the T Rex because it's just it's it's definitely something else. So uh, Tammy and the T Rex moves on, and then we have. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark versus The Last American Virgin. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
it's almost like the, the the more we narrow this down, the more I like each and each movie. How does that work? Weird. What a weird <laughs> concept for a tournament. What a weird a tournament of the best or the worst. Um, I'll go right ahead. I I'm gonna pick Elvira because that's the movie I'm gonna watch tonight. I'm not gonna watch that version. I gotta uh, queue up right now. When we're done, I'm gonna play. Well, I did also look up Last American Virgin, not to stream it, but I couldn't see it as an option. Um, I have a copy of it if you ever want to watch it. All right. Put it out in your porch. I'll come pick it up. Yeah, I'll put it on a little digital file it exists on. Um, I'm going to... Yeah, man. Oh, man, it's, it's a tough one. I love Elvira, you know, Cassandra Peterson. She's... Uh, She's fantastic as a, uh, I mean, that's her, right? That's just like, yeah, of course the thing. Exactly. Uh, And she's fantastic. And, uh, I mean, Elvira, I mean, there were other horror hosts before her, you know, that led the way to Elvira, but she, you know, you know, that definitive horror host. Right. And, uh, that led the way for like Joe Bob Briggs and, and everything like that. So it's, it's, it's a tough one. Uh, because that movie is it's like what other horror? There's no Spanguli movie. There's no. That's, that's um, a shame. Vamp- it is a shame. Yeah, vampire. There's no vampire movie. Uh, there's you know Joe Bob Briggs probably could have his own movie one day, but who knows? Um, but uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Last American Virgin. Yeah. Oh. See, I I was thinking of the movie that I'm. I honestly would want to. Like, because okay, this we gotta be. I began putting things into lanes when we started. Like, what are we deciding? Like, the movie that I definitely enjoy the most and would can, like watch again and that would like with like all of my heart. Because if this is the like, you know, not like the worst, but like, you know, what movie would I want to watch again? What, what between these two movies, which one do I dislike the best? And despite how out of control Last American Virgin is. Doesn't make me feel good. I don't feel good watching it. You know, it makes me feel great. <laughs> Elvira. <laughs> Elvira makes me real happy. It's fun. It's a good time. It's it uplifts my spirits. Where Last American Virgin just makes me think about a lot of bad things, and it's just <laughs> despair and Man. weirdness. But and also stuff. being a teenager and wanting to just bang uh, anything that moves. I mean, I didn't connect that was strongly the, with that part. This of the person film. was supposed well, to be all, a teenager. That's the, that's the other side of the movie, right? That's the other side of the movie. This dude looks oh, like right, yeah, like mid thirties in situations. Movie. Yeah, yeah, the sailor. He's fun to deal with, but uh, yeah, I gotta go with Elvira. She's got to win this one out. So oh, last American version has to wow. go. I can't. Sorry, if I had to pick between those two. Elvira wins, beats out Last American Virgin. I don't like how this bracket's narrowing down, by the way. I'm not liking what's going to probably... I mean, I'm not liking where this is going. So so our next matchup here is Neon Maniacs versus Drive Angry. Uh, um, Neon Maniacs, easy, done. I'm uh, going Drive Angry. That's fine, you can. Shit. Um, this is you, it. Pat feel bad again because i haven't seen don't, neon maniacs don't feel bad someone made a bad decision it's okay neon <laughs> <laughs> maniac supposedly doesn't have any but the last third of drive angry isn't great but he drinks beard of a man's skull he, he does, does do that, do that which true. is one of my favorite parts that's true um that's true 
I'm gonna say the Animaniacs. <laughs> oh, he has never even seen the movie. Just go with it. Nick because of Nick. What Nick said about me making my decisions. No, 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 no. no that's it's got nothing to do with it. I was, I, I just, I haven't seen Drive Angry in a long time, and I just remember <laughs> being very upset with oh. the lull at the last oh. third of the movie. It really. Oh my god! I didn't expect that. That's crazy. <laughs> I thought well, Drive not- Angry. I mean, I, I was, I honestly picked my Neon Maniacs over Driver Angry. I want to see Neon Maniacs like eight times. Driver Angry, I like to watch six times again. So it's yeah, kind of... <laughs> Neon Maniacs is, is fun. It's a fun, great movie. But I, I, I just, I, I remember being so hyped for Drive Angry. It was in 3D. It was one of the earlier 3D movies. True. Was, that's, that's true. That's true. And I went and saw it in theaters, and there was literally like me and uh, Kaylee and like, Five other people on opening night at like seven o'clock. Man, see, and in the biggest theater, like capacity wise, that the movie theater had. I don't know, the movie theater thought that that was going to be this like a huge hit, right? And uh, it was, it was not obviously. Um, I, I mean, I support the driving your decision, but man, I'm excited about what happened here. I'm so excited. But, uh, <laughs> our next battle here is Return of the Killer Tomatoes versus Virtuosity. Oh. Shit. I'm going. Uh, I'm going virtuosity here. I like this bold choice. I like it. Both of these are bold choices. Go ahead, Nick. I really do yeah. like virtuosity. I really do yeah, like. You virtuosity. should do a double feature, uh, Elvira and uh, virtuosity. <laughs> I'll be up all night, dude. I'll be up for like four or five in the morning. <laughs> I do like virtuosity a lot. It's weird how much I like that movie. Is it? So Why is it weird? A, I don't know. Just because I mean, it's I guess it's not weird. It's a great sci-fi movie. movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, dystopians! You know my way to my heart. Remember, we could just pretend that these things are just like funny versions of the future that we watched twenty years ago, and now we're here. Isn't that fun, everyone? And now, Isn't that cool? And now it's a slight possibility. Yeah, it's real close. It's much it's closer than it was. Ken Shamrock's in that movie too. That's a weird. In the future, yeah. a UFC he, does, he does pop up briefly, so he's still yeah. a yeah, sure. But yeah, uh, virtuosity would be my selection against the uh, tomatoes that are killer, and the return. Well, we're gonna take virtuosity. We're gonna move it into the bracket, into into. It's gonna go up against here. Neon maniacs versus virtuosity. Well, whoa, I feel like. It's inconsequential which one won the Neon Maniacs Drive Angry Bracket. Because they're both going to go against Virtuosity. Which I feel is my choice. That's also my choice, Virtuosity. Yeah, I was going to say Virtuosity too. Damn, Damn Neon Maniacs, so you're going our hard. Next, our rough. next battle here is... Uh, happy. That was good. Is Tammy and the T-Rex versus Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. That's what oh, I was concerned shit. with. Yeah, I know. I, that's Dude. what I saw coming, and I was very concerned. Ah, oh, I was very concerned. Uh, this sucks. I'll go, I'll go right ahead because my current preference. I, I'm going to say Elvira. Yeah, well, I'm going to go Tammy and the T Rex. Yeah, Pat, oh, you should shit. still watch. You should still watch Elvira tonight. Oh, I, I think will. I am choosing, yeah, that's 100 percent going to happen. I think I am still. I am choosing Tammy and the T Rex. Holy cow! All right. I know. So cow. That's how, are, I know. We man. are thrown. Tell me we are about here it. in the finals of the fucking goddamn tournament. Oh, oh yeah. dude. <laughs> Uh, we are here. We're ready for the end. It is 
Denise Richards, uh, Paul Walker, Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's, starring in Tammy and the T-Rex, versus Denzel Washington, Russell Crowe, and Kelly oh, Lynch. shit, dude. Starring in Virtuosity. Virtuosity versus Tammy and the T-Rex. Who wow. would ever thought that these but, two movies but, would, would, would be a decision that I anybody would, would even need to make? And honestly, <laughs> you, you say Russell Crowe, you say Denzel Washington, uh, but at the time, I'd almost say Kelly Lynch was more famous than they were. Really? Could be. Yeah, yeah 95, like she's coming off the heels of like Roadhouse and uh, a bunch of other movies. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I think, I think at the time... Maybe Denzel because he was he'd been in a lot of movies in like, like Philadelphia and stuff. I, maybe Russell Crowe was definitely more unknown than anybody in that movie. Yeah, uh, Denzel I guess was probably the same level as Kelly Lynch there, but uh, but uh, yeah, uh, it's a it's an interesting matchup here. Tammy and the T Rex versus Virtuosity. Well, let me tell you what I love about this matchup because between these two selections, they basically encapsulate every movie we've watched here on the podcast. Between Tammy and the T-Rex and Virtuosity, almost every single element of every other movie we've watched or discussed, and especially our favorites, which I guess it makes sense that these two be in the finals, you know, the future, the dystopian, the robots, the, the, the play on um, corrupt society, the, uh, you know, the Know all these virtuosity stuff, or like a, a broken system, and all that, like you know, post-apocalyptic verge on apocalyptic, just again dystopian. And then you have the brain of Paul Walker put inside of a robot dinosaur, and Denise Richards, who is a beautiful woman and a fantastic actress, going on a zany romp with madness as corrupt scientists do experiments, which also both of these movies have scientists doing experiments. That's cool. That's madness. <laughs> this is and true. robots. And fucking robots. Yeah, and they robots. They both have robots. They're both robots. Basically. It's a great matchup just to sum up the show. That's all I'm saying. I'm very proud. I'm very proud of what we've done here tonight. Yeah, it's a good, it's very, a good, it's very good. Head and it's interesting here that uh, William Fickner... Uh, is in Virtuosity, and he also was in Drive Angry, and that could have been a thing, a possibility here, because uh, uh, he was the guy who is basically like the guy chasing her after Nicolas Cage's character. Yeah. Yes, that's the, true. The devil, like, right. hunting guy. Yes, but I have to go with Tammy and the T-Rex over Virtuosity here. Tammy's a lot. To, Tammy, it's. I mean, the T Rex tries the T Rex uses the phone. <laughs> I. I mean, come on, guys. I I just love the concept of a a human brain in a, a robot dinosaur body. There's no reason for the for the robot dinosaur. Like it's like no, well, there's no the, reason. There's no reason for it. The robot di- they had a robot dinosaur and they wanted to use it in a movie, so they made up a whole story about this robot dinosaur, and that's what's even more ingenious. Wasn't yes. it? And it was oh, yeah. I mean, this is 100 percent what happened. Yeah, it's just yeah. A, one of the best creative exercises that just like, you know, it's it makes I mean this is the whole process. It's so much fun and great and wild and insane and like it you know, the movie kinda even kinda has a happy ending, but like not even really. It's very weird. Oh. <laughs> right, it's a weird ending because like oh, oh I very guess it's weird. Better. It's like oh, I guess this is fine, 
What the yeah, fuck? it's it's really twisted and kind of like, uh, and also like why her parents are okay with the, like this like brain like living in her house in their house. It's like it's weird. I uh, mean, uh, just 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 that basic concept alone, I love. It's but, real. Uh, I mean, it, it's real good, and it's I mean, just it's just totally outlandish. Like it's just like why 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 would that right. be the decision you made? But uh, but even then, I I'm gonna have to go with virtuosity. Yeah, see, so good job, Corey. Oof. It all comes down to you. Are you ah, happy about ah, this? Here we are. Ah, We're in the moment. Corey. Ah. This is it. This is the decider. This we all could have picked the, the same movie. And is, if we, uh, Pat would have said, if Pat would have went with Tammy, we would have all we we would have listened to how you felt about this. But uh, I mean, the deal would have been done. The collusion would have been successful. But now it's up to democracy. So here we are. Aren't you proud to be an American? I'll say, I'm glad, as it came down to the end, I'm glad I didn't watch either of these movies because that decision would have been way harder. I bet. I mean, it's it's hard. It was was not easy for me. This is very hard. Because, like, virtuosity holds this, like, special place in my heart. Of course. Uh, Nostalgia-wise. So does Tammy the T-Rex, though. I saw that as a kid on USA Up All Night. As a kid, yeah, so, but not the cool, not the cool, gory version. I didn't even see the rated R version. I saw a TV edited. Right. Well, I mean, well, late at night they would less edits, I guess, after like sure. midnight on USA, USA up all night. Sure. But um, I mean, that was a program where I saw so many movies like this, like Toxic Avenger and, uh, and Return of the Killer Tomatoes, probably even who knows. Uh, but man, it's just such a hard decision because Virtuosity is such a it's a such a cool movie. Uh, I loved the whole concept of like he comes back to life with the glass and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, I mean, it's great. There's a scene in like that weird, like Asian dojo restaurant thing, and uh, he keeps faking out who, like, he's the shadows. Oh, God, they, they have a dojo slash restaurant in this. Movie. I can't remember what it is if it's a restaurant <laughs> or if it's like a dojo. It's like, like you fight for your order before you, uh, I don't eat. know. It's not, no, it's that's not the concept. <laughs> there's a battle that happened there. Yeah, there's a battle. Um, there's like a fight there, and like the whole thing with like Kelly Lynch's kid, and like I don't want to ruin anything for Pat, don't. But, uh, but that is like that whole concept too, and like Denzel's great in it. Uh, but Tammy and the T-Rex is like, uh, it's just like, even the way Paul Walker dies and like why his, how his brain ends up in the, in the T-Rex. It's quite a, it's quite a journey. Yeah. The whole ex-boyfriend thing of Tammy and that whole thing. And like, there's like that one eccentric, like uh gay black character who is like amazing in, in Tammy and the T-Rex. He's a great friend. He's fantastic. Yeah. He's a fantastic friend. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to go with Tammy and the T-Rex. You had to, man. You had to. Whoa. It was great. Whoa. I mean, come on. It's perfect. Don't you want to... I mean, just genuine thoughts and feelings. Tammy and the and, T-Rex. And you know what? And Tammy and the T-Rex perfectly encompasses this podcast. It does. Yeah, I, I would it agree really with does. that. It really uh, does. So does Virtuosity, though, too, because it, like it's, it's a Hollywood... It's a more Hollywood movie as far as like budget goes. Right. See? And but it, that but it's a... But it's a B-level Hollywood movie. It has all the tropes of a B movie. It has, you know what I mean? It, it didn't. It wasn't a six, big, giant, successful movie. It's one that most people don't even remember that Russell Crowe and Denzel Washington were even in a movie together in 1995. Yeah. Uh, let alone remember that movie, because uh, it because it is. It's it's one of those like 
mid nineties, like where they were like just basically like making B movies out of with big budgets. Think about so many Schwarzenegger movies around them. Like we watch like Eraser. Eraser is a fucking B movie oh, with yeah, a big budget. Uh, there's just so many of those. They were just pumping out action, especially sci-fi type action movies, uh, left and right around that time. And they're all B movie, like all B movie tropes. They just had larger budgets. Um, but Tammy and the T Rex is like it just. It's just so ridiculous on so many fucking levels. Uh, I mean, from the beginning, where the title is wrong, like how we're you know <laughs> it's already just, starting that's, off that's out of control. We're already off the rails. We're, we don't even start the movie and we're off the rails. <laughs> Can't even get through the fucking title sequence. Tan- Tanny and the teenage T Rex, right? It's great yeah, that that's. Tanny. I mean. And of course, it got. I guess it got fixed for the other version, but the fact that it started this way, I was like, "What?" Yeah, how many people saw that movie yeah, back like, then? Who did this? Like, what? And, and and they couldn't fact check it or anything. There was no internet. It was like, oh, fact check. yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah I love Tanny and the Teenage T Rex. You'd what? have to leave the. You'd have to leave the theater and go look at some microfiche in the basement of the oh, library. Oh, this movie was never in theaters. I'm sorry, pal. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yeah, no. <laughs> straight, straight uh, to. Um, but again, that's. Yeah, that you, sums you, up. You have to return the movie to the video store and be like, "Hey, this movie has the wrong title," and the clerk yeah, would just yeah. be like, "I don't give a fuck." <laughs> yeah, the two, the two. I mean, like I said, the two finals, the two movies that are were in our finals, lower budget, never in theaters, never seen. Virtuosity, big actor, like it comes. It, they mer- emerge the entire show together, and then yeah. But yeah. I mean, Tammy had to pull it out because that's. At the heart of this fucking program, and I'm wondering if we talk about and the goddamn T Rex during the episode. But uh, I just funny I just mentioned Schwarzenegger being in kind of movies like this in the in the mid '90s. There, he was actually considered for the role that Denzel Washington played. I believe that makes sense. Or virtuosity, but but his hefty price tag quickly put him out of contention. Oh, man, well, his loss is Denzel's gain because that's great oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, virtuosity, you know, made it. It's a runner-up. It's a fantastic runner-up, but you know, I mean, like you know what we're saying about that movie. It was made. Uh, it was made for thirty million dollars, and it only ever made twenty-four million dollars. Didn't even make its money back. Ow! Like, Ow! Oh, it just lived its life on cable. It was a cable. Yeah. It was a ca- HBO played the shit out of it. Uh, I'm sure VHS rentals were probably pretty high on it and everything. But uh, it was not a box office hit. Like I said, like the Denzel wasn't Denzel yet. He was in a lot of big right. movies, but he right. wasn't Denzel, and neither was Russell Crowe. So you, you know, you had uh, a lot going on there to try to do something uh, with with nothing there. It's funny that out of all, I mean, I shouldn't say out of all the people because she's in a lot of other movies too. But like, you know, they have IMDb has like most known for movies, like a top four movies. Sure. Uh, so Kelly Lynch, her top four most known movies are Drugstore Cowboy. That one, to me, makes sense. Her and Matt Dillon. Uh, the other one, I don't even remember her being in this, but Charlie's Angels? Jeez, I'd have to rewatch that to even realize who the hell she plays in Charlie's Angels. Uh, the first one. And then bad she guy. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Uh, no, because the main bad guy is uh, um, Crispin Glover in the first one. And somebody else too, but I can't remember. But not her. Anyways, um, 
But because uh, the main bad guy in the second Charlie's Angels is Demi Moore. Remember that? Yes. Okay, that's right. And then, the, but in the other, in the first one, it's oh, it's Sam Rockwell and and Crispin Glover. But I guess Kelly Lynch is part of that group too. Uh, so I didn't, I just forgot she's in that. Jeez. But the other movies in her top four are Roadhouse, which obviously makes sense, mm-hmm. and then Virtuosity is is in her top four. <laughs> so that's pretty crazy because even even around that time, she's in so many other movies that's funny that virtuosity makes makes her top four she was in uh curly sue at the time I and, remember that. Uh, she was in cocktail with uh tom cruise how did so, that not make it the top for her yeah she's in mr magoo with leslie nielsen how did that not make the top uh, uh top movies there uh, <laughs> um Anyways, so uh, yeah, there we go. We have it. Uh, Tammy and the T Rex is is the ultimate the ultimate winner here. Tammy, tyrant lizard Tammy, tyrant lizard Tammy, and the T Rex Queen are. It is the official best of the worst uh, movie we've watched so far for this podcast. So check out all these movies. Uh, even uh, oh, I don't know some of the really bad ones. Forget those. But uh, check out a lot of these movies, yeah. especially in the episode in this episode that we talked about today. Check out, check out those for sure. You know uh, which one everyone needs to watch, man. Check out yeah. the killer You know, yeah, no. You lucky dog. Yeah, you lucky uh, dog. It's on Disney yeah. Plus. It was the first ever Disney yeah. Channel original movie. Check it the fuck out. Uh, it's you know you're you're watching all that Disney Plus goodness. But uh, as far as uh, our next movie episode goes. We're, we're going to be approaching the holiday season here oh, with, true. Uh, uh, you know, right as this episode is ending, we're going to be approaching the holiday season and uh, no better to start it with some, uh, some fantastic holiday movies. And oh, yeah, do we, do we have what a, <laughs> what a lineup we have coming for do us? Do we have a lineup? Interesting. And uh, this first movie is available on Amazon Prime for your viewing pleasure from 2012. It's called Christmas Twister. What the fuck? What is this about? I can only imagine it's a Christmas tornado. On Christmas Day, the Texas area of southwest Fort Worth is struck by a massive storm system spouting several severe tornadoes. <laughs> what kind of dis- this isn't this kind of dis- what kind of dystopian is this? This yes. is real life too. Starring Fine, the one the starring the one the only uh the one the only Casper Kirk Van Cam- Dean. Oh, okay. That's yeah, Kirk no, Cameron. No, not Kirk Cameron, Casper Van Dean, you know, from Starship Troopers and uh Okay. Cool. Uh, a bunch of uh, he's been in a bunch of other stuff, but that was that was supposed to be his like, you know, big thing there. Um, Christmas Twister was no 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 no. Special <laughs> Troopers was, yes. was going to be his like yes. big thing, and then he just kind of went on to be in just uh, lots of other. Be he was actually more recently. I remember him being in the Alita movie, Alita Battle Angel. That's awesome. Wait, uh, is he? Yeah, he's in that. I was like, oh, holy shit, Casper uh, Van Dien's in it. I remember seeing his name in the credit, and I was like, credits. I was like, no shit, Casper Van Dien's in this. Duh. Is he a bounty hunter in that? Uh, Starship Troopers. Um, I can't remember. His character's name was like Amok or something. Uh, okay. Ray-Mock. I just watched Starship Troopers recently. Man, what a good movie. It Starship so Troopers good. rules. It's very it's, good. Yeah, that, that movie rules. And he's great. He's fantastic in it. Johnny Rico, right? That's his name, Johnny Rico. Rico's the Roughnecks, yep. Yep. So, uh, so next week on the podcast, 
starting off the holiday season with a with a with a disaster movie. <laughs> Christmas Twister. Also for some reason known as F6 Twister. Okay. What? F6? That's the that's the other that's the poster for when you go to IMDb, it's called Christmas Twister, and on on Amazon Prime, it says Christmas Twister, but on the the poster that's featured on IMDb is called F Six Twister, which is a fucking horrible name for a movie. Not good. I also I, see I, there's another movie called Ice Twisters. All right, man. Ice Twisters. Okay. And F F Six. That's her absurd tornado scale. That's not that's not how this works. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. What's that? Well, What's that wrestling then, move? And then a, a, a titty the twister. Five. Um, yeah, five. Yeah. No, not the titty twister. <laughs> t- what? Of course, it's a Oh, it's it's, it's funny enough though. That, so there's Christmas Twister in 2012, and then in 2015. Uh, Casper Van Dien was in another tornado movie called what? Fire Twister, but he oh, does not what? play the same character. Is that the sequel to Ice Twister? What was, what was that silly movie you mentioned? Yeah, one was called Ice Twister. Oh, man. But he's not in that one. That's Ice Twisters. Oh, okay. Plural. Uh, but he is, he is not in that. He is in uh, Fire Twister and uh, Christmas Twister. <laughs> Unrelated, okay. not the same character. He does not play the same character in both movies. So weird. I was hoping we were going to have a sequel to the situation on our hands, but oh, uh, I see. That would have been no good. Such, no such luck. Good. So uh, would have been, been good. Would have been fantastic, <laughs> wonderful, fantastic. So week, yeah, check out, check out Christmas Twister. Uh, we all can't wait to see what's in store for us. Oh yeah, uh, I can't wait. Yeah, me neither. I've been pins and needles. Yeah. <laughs> this movie has a 3.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Just so oh, you... get the All fuck right. out of here. Uh... Oh my <laughs> god. Well, Pat, you need to watch you need to watch this movie's trailers to see how what you think this will be. Yeah. This will be killer you know cruise level or not. That's what we need maybe, to know. Maybe that'll be my new approach to the podcast. I'm just gonna watch this trailer. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. No, then you can't be on the full episodes then. You can come back when we do another tournament. Fine by me. I'll nah. wait till then. No, nah. nah, I like it. <laughs> All right, so Pat's last episode. Goodbye, Pat. <laughs> I like uh, Adios, muchachos. Maybe we'll break I'm, on. I'm Corey. That was Pat. Is he still here? You can say his own name. No, it's his last done. episode. No, this is not his last episode. That'd it's not sad. his last episode. So uh, before we move break on, I'm Corey. Yep, that's Corey. I'm Nick. And who's that over I, there? That was Pat. You, you Pat, was, was former, former friend of the show, Pat. Uh, wow. Bold. Uh, come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. 